another edition of Run the Damn Ball Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Petrillo. Alongside me is Matt Shrum. What's up, Matt? Man, another exciting day. It's closer. We're right on the edge here, ready to start. I mean, let's go, man. Let's get into it. Two days away. Two days away. Recording this on Tuesday night, watching the Bucks in the Heat game right now. So uh, we had a long, long Labor Day weekend with um, me and Matt had two fantasy football drafts. We had one on a Saturday night, 12-team league. Matt drafted from the 10th spot. I drafted from the 11th spot. And uh, I'll throw it to Matt to see how he started the draft out. Yeah, interesting, interesting draft. Um, definitely some strengths, some weaknesses. I started out 10th spot. I thought I went with a home run hitter, guy who can give me a lot of points on with Julio Jones. And uh, I thought that was my best position to go with right there. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I ended – I started from the 11th spot. I went with rookie Clyde Edwards-Hilaire out of KC. I know it's a risk. Never been on NFL field before, but Andy Reid loves them. They have the best offense in football. I mean, Damian Williams – was great last year for them, especially in the playoffs. So I think uh, Edward Solaire is going to be a stud for them. Then I came back around with Joe Mixon. I went back-to-back backs. Joe Mixon out of Bengals, solid last year on a bad team. They get O-line back, and uh, Joe Burrow coming in. They should uh, have to remove people from the box with his ability to throw. Matt, who'd you go with uh, round two? Round two, I came back, tried to stack the receivers. I don't want Tyreek Hill. Once again, build on that receiver depth. I really like that. Um, and then I finished out my third round with Juju Smith-Schuster, a guy that I've had the last last year. He let me down, but you know what? I think he's going to rebound with Big Ben, and I think he's going to have a great year. Yeah, I came after that. I took Allen Robinson in the third, Adam Thielen in the fourth, DK Metcalf in the fifth. So I went with three solid receivers, Thielen being the one. Uh, Robinson being a one and Metcalf being a number two alongside Tyler Lockett there. So there's three of my pass catchers right there. Matt, what'd you end up with four, five, and six? Four, five, six. I was a little short, obviously. Running backs were starting to get thin at that point. So uh, I went with Melvin Gordon. Now he's going to probably take some double carries there with uh, Philip Lindsay. I went back to the young rookie, DeAndre Swift. I feel like he might not be able to get me exactly what I want up front, but I think as the season goes on, he's going to be someone that hopefully carries me in the playoffs. And then I had to go with the QB at sixth, and I took the Dak Prescott, hoping for a uh, top three performance out of him. Yeah, I like Prescott. I like Swift a lot too. I went with um, James White in round six, Marvin Jones in seven, Deontay Johnson in eight, Marlon Mack in nine, Jerry Judy in ten. I took. I've had, I have Jones in every single league I'm in for my big leagues. I think he's gonna have a huge year alongside Kenny Galladay with Stafford throwing it around. Deontay Johnson's gonna be a stud. Led the rookies in catches last year. Now Big Ben's back, so obviously his numbers should uh, go up. Matt, what you do after uh, Prescott? After Prescott, seven, I went with Matt Burita to add some more depth. I know I talked about him as a guy I really liked on the fantasy show, our last episode. 
Uh, I then went with eighth. I thought I found some value in Brandon Cooks, a uh, great receiver. I think him and Watson are going to have a great connection. Uh, and number nine, I had to pad that running back depth again with Damian Harris being injured with a finger out a couple weeks. I ended up rolling with Sonny Michelle. I like it. Yeah, Harris is on the IR. They bring him back after three weeks. So, I mean, we'll see Michelle. I, I think Burkett's going to get the ball to start because I don't know how healthy Michelle will be. After that, we just finished out with um, Jerry Judy. I ended up with um, Brian Edwards, too, who I really like a lot out of um, South Carolina for the Raiders. I touched on him in the past episode. And my quarterback's Matthew Stafford. I think they're going to start around. Got the Jones and Stafford connection. Ended up with two tight ends, Jared Cook and Mike Gusecki. Matt ended up with Chris Herndon as his second tight end after Hayden Hurst. Patriots defense, and he ended with Bryce Love, who may end up being the lead back down there in for the Washington football team. So now let's check out our draft from Sunday night. This is our uh, home draft, our friends draft. We've been doing it for eight or nine years now, and it's a, it started with a 10 team to 12, and now we're at 14, which is hard, and it gets hectic, and some of the picks in the later rounds, you could tell a few people had some beverages in them. So uh, I'm going to start here. I went with four running backs in the first four rounds off the bat. I picked from the 10 spot. I went Eckler, Kenyon Drake, Todd Gurley, and Jonathan Taylor. My thought in the 14 team, slim running backs, slim running backs. So I figured I'd grab Eckler with the first pick, came back with Drake, Gurley, then uh, Jonathan Taylor, hoping that those four can uh, – get me some points, major points from the back position. And the interesting thing about our league is it's a two-point PPR, so every catch is two points. Last year, Eckler ended up being like the third best player in our league, so that's why I took him there. And uh, I'm going to swing it to Matt now to see where he, how he did. Yeah, I think I took pretty much the same approach as you. 14-player makes it very, very hard to uh, get depth with running backs late in the draft. So, I went off. I had the sixth pick. I went with Dalvin Cook, hoping he gives me some catches. Has pretty much the same, a little bit more in that 1,200, 1,300 range. Gets a lot of touchdowns. I went with a shocker, but a guy I like. I think he's looking good. I went with Le'Veon Bell to uh, add to that running back depth. I then spread it out. I went with Juju Schuster again in the third round, who I'm really high on. And cap that off with A.J. Brown out of Tennessee to really balance my running back receiver combo. Yeah, I like him a lot. I like him a lot. I see you drafted Brandon Cooks again, Sonny Michelle, and Chris Herndon on back-to-back days. I'm big on Herndon. I think he's going to be a target monster for Sam Darnold. So after Jonathan Taylor in the fourth, I went. I had to go wide receivers all of a sudden. I went to Vontae Parker out of Miami, Julian Edelman, out of the Patriots in six, Marvin Jones in seven, who I said I have shares of him everywhere. Then Jameson Crowder in the eighth. Took Tony Pollard in the ninth, went Matt Stafford again in the tenth, which he slipped down to me. I was happy. Ended up with Hunter Henry as my number one tight end. I think the steal of the draft I got was 12th round. I ended up with Matt Ryan. I think everyone having a few beverages in him got him down to me. I couldn't believe when I went up there. I was actually going to pick Daniel Jones 
And then I looked at the quarterback sheet and I saw he was still there. So uh, I was like, I have to get Matty Ice. Johnny Smith, backup tight end. And then my one of my favorite picks of the draft, I took Anthony McFarland at the 13th, the 14th. I think he's going to be scat back for the Steelers. If Connor can't tote the load after coming back from injury, I think McFarland has a chance to sneak some carries in. If anything, he's a nice late-round stash to uh, hopefully help me later in the season. Matt, how'd you finish out? Yeah, you talked about a lot of the picks that I went similar with, uh, just some different touch upon. I went with Deshaun Watson, uh, different quarterback, hoping for a big season out of him. He got paid, hoping he can carry the way here. Uh, took uh, mid-rounds, I think, is going to provide a lot of value. I talked about in our first episode is Christian Kirk. I got Brandon Ayuk in there. Paris Campbell, I know you were big on. Yeah, I like Paris Campbell a lot. Uh, took the Seattle D. At Matt Prater, same kicker. Uh, I'm rolling the dice with Austin Huper at tight end. I think he has an established role there. A lot of red zone touchdowns, so I'm hoping that pays off. And, you know, I kept it pretty similar. Got Tannehill late. So, I mean, I think my team is okay. Uh, receiver heavy oriented. So, I got the two backs up front. Not much depth after that. So, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I hope those two work out. So now we're going to, after going over our predictions, just to keep you guys in a loop, and we'll keep we'll keep you guys in a loop with our records each year and uh, every week and see how it goes. Now we're going to switch to a little prediction segment for the uh, NFL season, which we said kicks on Thursday with defending Super Bowl champs, Kansas City Chiefs versus Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans. So we're going to start here with uh, the AFC, and I'm going to start in the AFC West with the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs winning the division, Chargers finishing second, Denver finishing third, which I just looked at my phone and got an update that Vaughn Miller had a freak injury at practice. The, the thought is he could be done for the year, which would be terrible, terrible news. And uh, they're doing an MRI tomorrow, so they'll find out more. And the Raiders round out the AFC West. Tough division. Four pretty decent teams. I just think that the Chiefs obviously are the number one team in the NFL right now. Charger defense, I think, will be good, even though Darwin James went down. And I think Herbert will come in and uh, add some stability to that quarterback after Rivers left. And obviously, Echo, what do you think about the AFC West, Matt? Yeah, AFC West, pretty solid conference. I think, obviously, I got Chiefs one, two. And, and the last, the other three teams, I think, could really go any which way. I mean, I know I have the Broncos at two, Raiders at three, Chargers finishing out at fourth just because the instability with the QB position um, with the Chargers. But, yeah, if that, if that blow is huge, if, if that's something serious with Vaughn Miller. So let's hope that that's not uh, – I just like – Yeah, I'm reading here now, Schefter. The leg injury to NFL Network said Vaughn Miller suffered his ankle injury per source. There was fear that it's a season-ending per sources. Miller was hurt near the end of practice, which one person called a freak injury. Team still evaluating – MRI now that again that's from Adam Schefter ESPN. Yeah, I mean that's not that's not something you want to hear. But uh yeah, I mean hopefully that offense can carry the load there because um I do like the pieces that they brought in with uh around Drew Locke and I think, you know, with Gordon and Sutton in there another year and bringing in Judy. Um no fan, I think it's a potent offense. So I got them as my number two to compete with the Chiefs in the division and Raiders and Chargers finishing that out. I have a question off topic. Who do you, 
How do you think Schefter and Rapport get all the info? You think they're on like a group text with the player's agent and they just send it out and whoever gets a Twitter first wins? Because I'm looking here and Rappaport tweeted 18 minutes ago, Schefter 16. So, I mean, yeah, I mean Rappaport beat him that time. So, one for Rappaport. I think they got the connections. And then as soon as something happens out of each camp, you know what I mean? I mean, Schefter might have one guy out of Broncos camp. Right. And Rappaport might have another guy or one guy's more loyal to – to the other, and I think they might get it like that. I mean, they obviously have the connects. Yeah. I don't even think that they have to throw feelers out or something like this. I <laughs> right. think it, it comes from whoever their guy is right. in the system. So now to the AFC South, I have the Indianapolis Colts winning the division with Rivers as a quarterback now. I think that they have some weapons on the offensive side that can get it done. Defense, Darius Flander, Malik Hooker. They added to Forrest Buckner from the 49ers uh, to shore up the defensive front. I had the Tennessee Titans finishing second. Derrick Henry Ryan, you know, they added Jadavion Clowney over the weekend. Shore up that defensive line. Houston Texans with Deshaun Watson finished third. And the Jaguars, who don't want to win games, are in the four spot. It, this is one of the tougher divisions I was, when I was trying to rank them this morning because I think the Texans have a ton of offense and can obviously win games, but – I don't know. It's a tough thing. I don't trust Bill O'Brien. That's what it is. He made they traded Nuke Hopkins for that. They brought in David Johnson. See what he can do for the running back position. How did the AFC shake out? AFC South shake out for you, Matt? Yeah, I got Texans at one. I like the firepower. I think they're hungry for some more. Um, I think I love Deshaun Watson. Uh, I like the Brandon Cooks receiver, even though they lost. You know DeAndre Hopkins. I think. They're going to try to be fast, and offense is going to work out. I got the Titans at two just because I love Mike Vrabel. I think he's a great coach. I think oh, yeah, you know, he's they, best. they kept their pieces in order. Uh, I mean, Colts at third, but they could be obviously playing for a one. And then you got the Jags, like you said, who don't want to be there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was very tough ranking these teams. Um, if you go through all the divisions here, break them down, there's only – a few teams here that I feel like are, are out. Yeah, like the AFC started. West is the one that anybody really, I think that they're going to be the one to uh, win that division for sure. Moving to the AFC North, the Ravens, Steelers, Browns, and Bengals. I have the Ravens winning the division, but I also – probably two months ago, put 50 on the Steelers plus 255 to win the division. If Big Ben's back, that defense is potent. I think they can make some noise and win that division. The Ravens have to regress a little bit. I mean, they can't. I mean, maybe they can, but I don't see it happening. Browns three and the Bengals four. Matt, you're a diehard Steeler fan. Where do you have them finishing? Well, I'll tell you, this is one heck of a division. I got the Steelers at one here. And, I mean, the reason – I just don't think chalk happens. Whatever you think, I don't think it's going to happen. Obviously, a lot of Steelers fans think we're going to the Super Bowl. I don't know about that. I think we are going to play a solid year. And you said, as it depends on Ben Roethlisberger and Jane, James Conner can stay healthy, that O-line. We got some huge pieces on defense. Um, you know I got stock in Juju. So, I got the Steelers at one, Ravens at two. Browns at three. I got the Bengals at four. I don't think the Bengals are going to be bad. I, I think agree. they might just 
be six and ten, seven and nine. I think it's going to be a tough division. Um, but yeah, I think the Steelers, as long as they stay healthy, I got the Steelers on one. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, I have the Ravens, but I can see the Steelers winning the division. Now today, FC East, who has been dominated by the Patriots for so many years, TB 12s in Tampa now, and I don't think it's going to change though. After Pats winning, Bills finished in second. Jets third and the Dolphins fourth. I just think Cam Newton bounces back has a big year. That secondary is the best in football. And I think Belichick's going to do what he always does, put him in great positions to win games. They're going to run the ball a ton, be physical. I like the Bills. I think the Bills are good, but can Josh Allen take that next step? Everybody wants to know. They brought this Stephon Diggs. It's Stephon Diggs into uh, being the number one guy, big play threat. So if Allen can't do it now, will we ever do it? Jets, I don't know. Tough to I don't trust Adam Gase at all. Dolphins will be improved. That's why I, I was gonna take the Dolphins and make them third, but I don't know. Terrible line. Not really a big time pass rusher. Fitzy starting. So uh we'll have to wait a little bit for Tua, but I think eventually Tua takes over. I think Tua's gonna be really good. What do you think about the AFC East, Matt? AFC East, another solid division up and down. I think it's wide open. I think all four teams are solid. Um, I think the Jets, I got them at four. I think they can even compete. I think they're going to be competitive in a division. They're going to play tough. They're going to be that team midseason where they they hand one of these guys a loss um, that ends up hurting. But I got Bills at one, overtaking the Pats. I got the Pats at two. Miami at three, which I think Miami can be right up there. And I got the Jets at four. And like I said, I think they'll be competitive. Uh, I just have them falling in the fourth spot. Yeah, young quarterbacks there. So we'll see how that – that's why I think Belichick does really well versus uh, younger guys. So now let's look at uh, who we have for the playoffs. I have the Chiefs one, Ravens two, Pats three, Colts four, Steelers five, Bills six, Titans seven. My pick to come out of the AFC in the Super Bowl is the Baltimore Ravens. Matt, how do you see them shaking out? Who's the – who's your uh, AFC – AFC recip- uh team going to the Super Bowl? Going to the Super Bowl? You're skipping right into the Super Bowl. I'm going – you know what? I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. You like the Ravens. I like the Steelers coming out of division. We know that division, I think, is probably the toughest in the AFC. So, I'm rolling with the Steelers. See how he says it? Stullers. That's how everyone says it around <laughs> here. Stullers. Not Steelers. Stullers. So, he has the Stullers. I have the Ravens. So, let's slide over to the NFC. We'll start in the West, which is probably the most competitive division in football. I have the Seattle Seahawks winning the division. I love Russ, big Russ fan. I think that they have brought in some guys to win right now. I like them a lot. Jamal Adams in the back end of the defense leading that. Bobby Wagner at a linebacker. They have some studs. 49ers finished second. Rams third, Cardinals fourth. Like we both said, the Rams are going to bounce back. They're not going to be bad again. 49ers, I think, take a little step back. I don't think it's going to be much, but I think the Seahawks win that division. Probably around 12-4, and four, maybe 13-3. Matt? It's NFC West, man. Like you said, I think probably the toughest division in the NFL. Um, I'm going one Seattle. I love this team. I think they just added weapons to Russ Wilson's arsenal. So, I think – they're going to get even better. I got the Rams at two. Mm. 
I just think that they're going to bring it. I don't think they're going to fall out. I think they're coming back hungry. I got the 49ers at three on that on that Super Bowl hangover, and I got the cards at four. And I think the cards are going to be pushing the Niners right up there, and uh, this is going to be one fun race. Yeah, I like that a lot. It's tough division. Cardinals are going to be really good. So we'll see how that shakes out. NFC South now. I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning the division. New Orleans Saints second. Falcons third. Panthers fourth. Tons of points in this division. I think they're going to be scored. Tons of points. I think the Bucs have too many dudes. I don't know. I mean, they have Tom Brady, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Gronk, OJ Howard, Fournette, Shady, Ronald Jones. Added Tristan Wurst in the draft that hour to show up the right tackle spot. It's defensively, Shaq Barrett, Levante David, Devin White, Jordan White in the back end. I mean, they have dudes everywhere. So, I think the Bucs are going to be it. I think they're going to win the division. Saints, obviously, have one of the deepest rosters in the NFL. So, if they win it, can't be surprised. But I think Breeze's arm took a little drop back last year. I don't know. We'll find out. Matt, what do you think about the NFC South with uh, Brady coming in? Yeah, I think this is the first – division that we talked about that we agree completely one through four Bucks, saints falcons panthers yeah i think it's the bucks division here i mean they are loaded um front end to the back running backs receivers quarterbacks tom's there he's got his best buddy gronk i think they're going to be rolling like you said breeze's stats took a little hit last year uh he was a little banged up we'll see if there's a durability issue this year uh, maybe my guy Jameis winston pokes in there a few games and carries that load a little bit I don't know. I think it could be – I could definitely see Falcons competing with that top. Um, I think the Panthers are a little young new coach. I think they'll finish fourth and they'll be right around that 5-11 and 11 record, 6-10. and 10. Yep. Now let's slide to the NFC North here. I have the Minnesota Vikings 1, Detroit Lions 2, Green Bay Packers 3, Bears 4. I think Zimmer is the best coach in a division – their defense is tough, stout. Dalvin Cook, they showed up a little bit of the other line last year pretty well. I mean, Kirk Cousins is obviously a question mark, but he's played he played better last year. Love Dalvin Cook. Lions, I love their offense. I think it's going to be top tier. Big Stafford guy. Like I said, I have tons of shares of Stafford in the fantasy, along with Marvin Jones. Kenny Gallagher is a stud. TJ Hawkinson, tight end, stud. They just brought in Adrian Peterson to uh, – Shore up the backfield with DeAndre Swift and Carryon Johnson. Defensively brought in Jamie Collins from the Patriots. I think I know they lost Darius Slay, but they brought in Jeff Akuda from the draft. I think they won't miss a beat there. So I mean, I like the Lions a lot. With the Packers, I have them at three. I don't know. I mean, they didn't address the D line at all, and the 49ers gashed them in the NFC uh playoffs. So I don't know. I'm just not a big fan and the Bears quarterback situation scares me, so I stayed away. Yeah, I mean, that's that's funny. I mean, you don't like the Bears QB situation. I think what better than a great quarterback battle? Whoever comes out of that, I think is going to carry this lead. Obviously, it's Mitch, Mr. Bisky. I got the Bears at one. I think they're going to be, you know, make up, rebound from last year. They had all that hype and they, they let it go. I think this is the year for the Bears. I got the Vikings second. Like Trevor said, Zimmer, got to love him. Dalvin Cook, Cousins is there. Uh, Thielen. And I got Packers at three. But honestly, 
I could put them at four. I'm pretty mad at the Packers. I think I hate when organizations get so close to the Super Bowl and you see a wide hole. You see a huge hole as their D-line and middle linebackers, interior defense. Yeah, they brought in Kirksey, but he's been injured the last two years. I think they did absolutely nothing to help the team. I think they're only going to get worse, and they were so close. So I think shame on them. I think maybe the Lions pass them up. But, yeah, I think the Packers are going to be sinking fast this year. Yeah, they could have addressed wide receiver, too, on their side of Devontae Adams. They had exactly. some Mims there. They had a bunch of guys there. I don't understand what they were doing. I mean, they love Jordan Love, no pun intended, but he I, he really didn't jump on film when I watched. NFC East, Cowboys, Eagles, and Giants, and the football team. So I think Cowboys are going to win the division. I like them a lot this year. Tons of weapons on the offensive side with Zeke, Gallup, Cooper, and uh, C.D. Lamb. But uh, it's tough. Lauder's also got guys on defense, Byron Jones. They didn't show up to secondary much, so we'll find out. Eagles were killed injuries last year. They're going to bounce back. They're going to be. I'm a big Carson Wentz guy. Tough division. Those, I think those two teams were at the top of it. The Giants were still kind of trying to figure some things out with Joe Judge, new quarterback in the football team. I don't know. They're in disarray, so you really can't trust them at all. Yeah, just like the NFC South, I totally agree with this NFC East conference. I got Cowboys one, Eagles two, Giants three, Washington football team a four. And I think, like you said, it's going to be that one and two, Cowboys and Eagles fighting for the playoff spot. Uh, with Giants just a little bit away. I, I think, like you said, I think they're going to be competitive, like we've talked about with these other teams. Seven and nine, uh, eight and eight. I think Daniel Jones and Barkley are going to have great years. I just don't think they have enough to uh, play with the Cowboys and Eagles. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So now let's look at the playoff situation. We have an NFC. I have the Bucks finishing one, Cowboys two, Seahawks three, Vikings four. Saints 5, 49ers 6, Eagles 7, and I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to the Super Bowl. All right. That sounds pretty good. I'm pretty similar with that. I'll tell you what I do have. I got the Niners on the Super Bowl hangover, not in the playoffs. Ah. I got Bucks, Seattle, Cowboys, Bears, Saints, Rams, and Vikings with the old Seattle Seahawks going to the Steelers, rematch Seahawks-Steelers. Let's go. Okay, okay. So, I have Ravens, Bucks going to the Super Bowl and the Bucks winning Super Bowl. Brady getting number seven just because I want them to, and I think they're loaded, and I think Bruce Arians will do a good job. Who do you have winning, Matt? I got the old Steelers. I took them this far. Why not just roll? <laughs> Why not, right? Why not, right? Now, we're going to hit on uh, our award predictions real quick. I'm going to run through mine, and Matt can run through his. I have MVP. I think Mahomes will win again. Best player in football, best quarterback. So, uh, he's my guy to win. I have Zeke winning offensive player of the year. Nick Bosa winning defense player of the year. And Joe Burrow winning rookie of the year. And my comeback player of the year is Cam Newton from the Patriots. Matt, what do you think? I think it's a good good uh, candidate for comeback, obviously. I got offensive player of the year, Russell Wilson. We both love him. 
about the weapons. I think he's going to win that. Defensive player of the year, you ready for this one? Minka Fitzpatrick. Okay. Write it down. I see a lot of guys took T.J. Watt, too, from the Steelers to win. Defense player of the year. Steelers are loaded on D. Um, Offensive rookie of the year, I agree with you. I got Joe Burrow. I thought about Henry Ruggs. I think Burrow is going to be similar to Kyler Murray. And then uh, I got defensive rookie of the year, Isaiah Simmons. Been hyping him up since the draft. I think you should. I think the Lions should have took him, and I think he's gonna have a great year. Oh yeah, I missed that. I have uh, Patrick Queen from the Ravens winning a uh, defensive rookie of the year. So, you ready for my comeback, player? I forgot. Yeah, that. James Conner. Um, hey, Matt's only on the Steelers. So if the Steelers don't do good, Matt's gonna be sad, just like every <laughs> other year. Just like every other year. So that's pretty much it with our predictions this year. I'm going to do a segment right here. We're going to give you every week. We're going to talk about a DraftKings lineup you could put in this year, this week to win some money, uh, get your buddies, or just join any random league on a DraftKings. So I'm going to start with my quarterback. I got Jimmy G versus the Cardinals. Tariq Cohen versus the Lions. James White at second running back versus the Dolphins. Stephon Diggs at wide receiver versus the Jets. T.Y. Hilton versus the Jags. Henry Ruggs versus the Panthers. I think he's having a big year, especially versus the week one versus the Panthers. Tons of speed. Panthers really have no cornerbacks at all. I'm going to pair uh, George Kittle with Jimmy G, get that connection. Cardinals defense was 32nd versus Titans last year. So they, I know they have Isaiah Simmons. They drawed him in to, for that reason, but Kittle's a stud. The flex, I have Calvin Ridley. And at defense, I have the Colts versus the Jags because – like I said, the Jags do not want to win. Matt, what do you think about that? I think you provide a lot of value. I like your squad. Um, I think you went with a lot of favorable matches. Uh, I think receivers especially. Diggs going yeah. against the Jets week one. I think he's going to have a great game. Rugs going against the Jags. I think he's going to have a great game. Kittle's going to be there, obviously. I'm not, I'm not all in on Big Garoppolo. Uh, as you see, I think the Niners might take a step back. But I think overall you provide a lot of value. Um, week one coming out of the gate. You're never Hey, this is going to be tough for a draft gig without a preseason. And for a sure. Lot of practice. So I feel like you hit on some great value. Had Cohen in there. Bears always play good against the Lions. Uh, right. Trubisky loves playing against the Lions, so I think that's a sneaky little pick a lot of people aren't going to take. So, yeah, he's only $4,900, so hopefully you can save some money there. He hits a home run. Uh, I think you're going to be in contention there, pal. Yeah, so that's going to do it for us tonight on our – oh, yeah, actually, Matt just reminded me. Sorry, I was trying to get a little ahead of myself there. We're going to do a segment every week, and we're going to pick a survivor pick. A lot of people are in survivors. I think I'm in two or three of them. And I'm in one big one. Matt's in a really big one. Then I'll let him talk about it a little bit. So uh, I'll let Matt start with his survivor pick. And here we go. Yeah, I think this is something that a lot of people want uh, and has been requested. Um, we're going to see how far we can go. Hopefully, we're both not out after week one. Um, I think this is obviously very tough. Without preseason, a lot of injuries, you know, with the COVID layoff, we don't know how people are going to be playing. Usually a lot of people say, you know, not a lot of practice, going to be a lot of missed tackles. So I think it's going to be a lot of high-scoring games. 
I looked through this. Um, I wake, I got down to the Bears or Colts. I thought, you know, Trubisky has such a great record against the Lions, although I kind of just don't trust that game. I want a week one clear favorite. The only clear favorite I see this week is the Indianapolis Colts over Jacksonville. Block that in. Move on to the next week. I don't think I'm going to use the Colts too too much this season. So I think this is a great pick for them, and I'll be moving on to week two. What do you got over there, Trevor? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I like that. I always like home teams. I usually pick always take home teams, but Colts. Yeah, like I said, Jags. I want to win. I'm going to go with the Bills home versus the Jets. I know Bills will be a team you want to keep, but uh, can't get to week two without winning week one. So I'm going to go with Josh Allen and the Bills to beat Sam Darnold in the Jets. So I think that's it. That's our uh, awards episode, and we'll check back with our predictions to see how uh, everything goes this year. So to give you guys a little heads up, we're going to be dropping uh, this episode sometime this week and uh, probably drop two episodes this week. Look for our uh, college football edition. We're going to go over who we think is going to win the three major conferences with the Big Ten and Pac-12 being soft and opting out. We're going to look at the SEC, ACC, and Big 12. FYI, Matt is a huge pit fan. He's probably going to have some bias there, see where he has pit going. And some Heisman predictions, who we think you get good value at. And with um, the season kicking off this weekend. So, uh, thank you guys very much. Thanks for listening.